0: Welcome to the Innocent Classroom Podcast. I'm your host, Adebisi Wilson. This is our final episode of the season, but don't worry, we will be back in the fall and we have a few exciting changes coming up. Our guest on this final episode of the 2017 2018 academic year is Angie Peschel, Curriculum and Instruction Director for Moundsview Public Schools. Angie shares with us her learnings about the importance of relationships as a coach and a teacher. She also shares about why Moundsview Public Schools chose Innocent Classroom, the time challenge, how Innocent Classroom supports the Moundsview equity promise, and how kids have to be the focus in order for us to see shifts in academics. I hope that you enjoyed listening to Angie as much as I enjoyed interviewing her. Angie, thank you so much for joining us for the Innocent Classroom podcast today. Our audience would love to hear who you are and where you come from and what you do. So could you tell us a little bit about
1: you and your background? Sure. Thanks for coming out and giving me this opportunity. love talking about Innocent Classroom. Um, So I started in the classroom, and I was a person who was always going to be just the best teacher that she could be, Um, English language arts teacher, started out in a uh, ninth-grade classroom and learned a lot about what I didn't know about teaching and specifically about how – being a teacher is different from making sure all kids can learn. So it was very important for me to change my my approach to think about each of the individual students in my room and not just um, my class as a whole. So as I continued to learn about teaching in that way it really um, allowed me opportunities to take on some leadership positions to look at some of the professional development that was being offered in different places that I was um, teaching in um, so I started in Forest Lake taught there for a while went on to Henry Sibley High School for some time and then ended up in Moundsview Um, back in 1998 as a classroom teacher uh, and really looked at ways of supporting, um, as a teacher leader, supporting my colleagues and really meeting the very needs of students in the classroom. Um, Through that process, I had some people tapping me on the shoulder saying you should think about some leadership opportunities and was able to provide some professional development as well as um, leading some teacher groups um, and... Through that process, I got my admin license about five years ago, and I've been director of curriculum here in Mountains View for five years. also know that you were a coach as well yeah so when I was at um, Forest Lake I was uh, coached both three things volleyball I was also the speech coach which was very interesting since I'd never been on the speech team before so I learned a lot there Um, and then I also coached softball there and in that um, that was in that learning coaching and teaching a lot of similarities between how you give feedback to um, athletes is very similar to how you give feedback to students to help them perform in different ways so Yeah. yeah
0: That's pretty cool. So you have experience leading classrooms, leading students in a athletic environment, and then also leading educators in curriculum and instruction. Yeah, and what was
1: really cool and interesting that I didn't anticipate happening when I first took the coaching job is I so I would coach eighth graders and then I'd have them as ninth grade students. Mm-hmm. And the relationship that I had built with those ninth grade students or those eighth grade students as a coach, mm-hmm. once I got them to the classroom, they would go to the moon and back. Mm-hmm. Right. Because yeah. right? I mean, mm-hmm. they, they knew that I cared about them, that we had had some successes together, we had worked hard together, and so you get in that classroom environment, and they were ready to, to do that same level of work. Um, so that was also like kind of eye-opening, like, oh yeah, yeah. like that relationship piece mm-hmm. matters a lot. So
0: I wanna talk with you a little bit about Innocent Classroom. What I'm curious about is how Innocent Classroom came to be a program that's offered in Moundsview Public Schools.
1: Um, We have um, an equity promise in Moundsview Public Schools, and that equity promise really guides all of the work that we engage in on a regular basis. Um, It's got three components to it. Um, So it talks about student academic performance not falling into patterns that are identifiable by factors such as race, ethnicity, English language proficiency, socioeconomic status, Gender, um, disability. Uh, second part of that is that we have programs and services in place to ensure that race, class, and disability don't predict student success in Moundsview Public Schools, and then finally that a school a student attends um, is not the predictor of his or her success in school. So that um, Equity Promise guides all of our work, and so really saw. Um, the Innocent Classroom as a program that might help us move our, our mission around that along. And so we, we jumped on board. We saw a lot of connections between we had been talking about building relationships with students and the importance of that. And that's about as far as we, at, from a central office, yeah. that was as far as we want. It's a really good idea to build connections, relationships with students. So any ways you can do that, that matters a lot. But we had never really provided professional development on how to do that or what those might look like. We just assumed that all teachers know how to do yeah. that. Innocent Classroom really provided some structure for that. As you think about all of your equity work,
0: mm-hmm. how does Innocent Classroom sort of fit into that?
1: Innocent Classroom really has been it for some teachers. They've gone through the experience and they're like, this is what I needed to help me think about kids in a different way. Mm -hmm. And as I think about them as coming to me with assets and with strengths and that they have needs and I can identify what the child's good is Mm -hmm. and based on that good then, I've got some strategies I can employ. Um, That has really helped our teachers to see their work differently and how they build relationships. When we talked about building relationships in the past, it's like, you know, do you know about their background? Do you know who they're living with? Do you know if they're going home to have food on the table or not? And all those things are important. But to get at that deep learning that we need students to engage in, to really be independent learners in the classroom and to really struggle and yeah. grow that gray matter, we we need them to have a deeper alliance with their students, not just a relationship, but an alliance. Yeah. An Innocent Classroom has really given a number of our teachers that, um, that structure, that, that experience that helps them view their kids in a, in a way that helps them get them learning in a way they may not otherwise.
0: What do you find most challenging?
1: Okay. I hate it when people use this as their, as their challenge, but it's, it's reality, right? It's, it's time. Right. That's and right. so yep. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> and life, right? right. And unfortunately you can't make more time, but, yeah. um, you know, it does take time for people. Teachers to be able to get together to really problem solve around a student and identify their good and figure out what it's going to be, you know, what what is it going to take to help move this student. Um, and that takes time to do that. And so how do we help um, create spaces for that to take place instead of having teachers say you know well I've got to get to my all of my standards and if I don't then you know there's going to be trouble well no no actually take time to get to know the kids right and so so creating that allowing Mm -hmm. time for that it's okay if you don't get to all the standards because the standards you get did get to they're going to know They're going to be able to knock it out of the park around that. So, again, I hate to use that as, but that really is the challenge. And once teachers see value in that, then they'll make time for it.
0: If, if you, as you think about your role in curriculum and instruction, Mm -hmm. um, what piece of advice would you give to another? Someone else who's thinking about bringing Innocent Classroom to their district.
1: Yeah. So curriculum instruction feels very technical and uh, stuff standards oriented. Mm -hmm. Um, And that that stuff does matter, but it doesn't matter until we can help support teachers in seeing kids in different ways and really supporting them and making those deep, developing those deep relationships with, with their students. Curriculum instruction doesn't matter until you've got relationships. Yeah. so um, so it's core to the work I mean it's really the foundation um, you know we'll talk about standards and we'll talk about assessments and all of that is important in that plan to study act I believe that with my whole heart and I also know mm-hmm. that um, in order for a system to move that it's got the kids have to be the focus of it the standards can't be the focus the kids and the relationships teachers have with them that's where you're gonna that's where you're gonna see shifts yeah. in and how students are performing in our district
0: well, we learn better from people who we believe care about us exactly yeah. yes for sure <laughs> Yeah, I mean you know that firsthand being a coach and and then a teacher and seeing that relationship play out in the classroom yeah it's
1: amazing when you've got you know what well you just think about your own personal life like those people who have relationships you'll do things for them that you never otherwise would right and Absolutely. in the classroom and kids are going to trust you like you might fail at this but you know what you're going to learn from it and they need to trust that Failing isn't going to feel good, but I'm going to come out on a better place on the other side of that. I mean, yeah. you've got to have a relationship in order to get kids to really um, believe in you, knew. believe in you, and believe in themselves. Absolutely, right?
0: Absolutely. Yeah.
1: Thank you for joining
0: us for the Innocent Classroom Podcast, where we free children to achieve. If you have any thoughts, comments, or feedback, please contact me at adebc at innocent. Tech.com. That's A-D-E-B-I-S-I at InnocentTech.com. Follow Innocent Classroom on Facebook and Twitter and follow Innocent Technologies on LinkedIn. To learn more about Innocent Classroom, visit us at InnocentClassroom.com.